You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. We've sent in drones and teams of people, but nothing comes back. But something has. You're a biologist. You served in the military. If I knew what happened, I could save his life. The boundary's getting bigger, it's expanding. We're talking cities, states. You need to know what's inside. So do I. It's beautiful. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Anyone but Trump, people. Come on. Can't you get behind me on that? Anyone but Trump. This week, we'll be discussing the science fiction classic, Annihilation, starring uh, Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Oscar Isaac, etc. Crazy Mutant Bears. Uh, had Oscar you ever... Isaac was kind of hot. I couldn't figure out who the lead chick was because I told you I didn't want to know anything about this. That Is I wanted Natalie I wanted... Portman. I didn't realize it was. I thought it was like Jennifer Garner or something. She kind of looks like her now. She has a gen- yeah. Now that she's older, she has a Jennifer Garner vibe. But then I was like, no. But then you know, all right. So I'm coming in fresh. I did, I purposely did not look this up to figure out like what the F was supposed to be going on here. Although my son wandered in and like read it or 4chan or whatever said it was garbage. So <laughs> 4chan. Good <laughs> I like, Lord. I like throwing that out. The Daily I, read on, I read on MySpace that, that this was a thumbs down. That That's good. No, this was one, the year it came out, 2018. It was one of the top movies. Kind of a surprise hit. Interesting. Um, yeah, and yet I've never I never heard of this. No, it was it was a big uh, it was a flash uh, in the science fiction community, I will tell you what. I'd never seen it though. I I'd meant to watch it and then I just never got around to it. So you had never, never even heard of this. Movie. I'd never even heard not only that on my page where I usually take notes, I have nothing but the word annihilation because I was very engrossed in this film. Oh good. Good good good. Um I didn't say I liked it. Let's just say I was <laughs> engrossed with it. I may have a few things to say. I honestly wrote down four things and then I lost my list. So I have no idea I what I'm going to say. I lost my list. You got to get gonna... like a proper book. I have one of those moleskins. It's a halfway filled from just doing this shenanigans. Oh, for real? I just find an old scrap of paper and call it a day. Just some toilet paper. You just some write toilet it down paper, there. Pizza box, whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Okay, so what? We, so you'd never even heard of this. I had heard of it. I knew vaguely what it was about. I remember seeing ads for it, like the the shimmer and inside the shimmer, weird things are going on. And that was all I knew, essentially. All right. So um, you actually. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You ready for my two second review? Let me let me just say this really quickly and then you can do your two second review. This is actually recommended by one of our listeners. Oh, so there you go. We're doing this. A non-relative for once. Wow. Shocking. Shocking. All right, go ahead. Give us your 30-second synopsis. All right. So here's my story. Uh, Chick married military guy. He disappears for like a year and shows up out of the blue. He's acting crazy. They take him in an ambulance. Uh, Government comes, scoops them all up. He's off someplace half dead. 
she volunteers to go where he went as it, some form of, I don't know, understanding. They get over there. Apparently, there's like this, like a black hole, like a space that is that is ever growing and whatever goes in there doesn't come out. Her husband's like the first one to come out. So they right. get over there and suddenly you're an effing avatar, and, but with uh, sharper teeth. People are getting cuckoo. There's scary monsters, freaky, freaky uh, vine people. They yeah. they get to the freaking lighthouse after various people are nibbly nubbled, and she calls into what I'm going to call the bowel of the earth. Uh, yeah. And then it's a body snatcher movie, and she's effing with the body snatcher. Gets back home. Holy crap! She's half alien, and her husband is whole alien. The end. Well, and that's the thing. That's about this movie. Is it's kind of um, you don't know what's going on. You really don't. And then at the end, it's kind of this vaguely ambiguous ending. Right. Exactly. You don't know so, what the story is. What I mean, it doesn't give you the purpose. It's well, I'm just saying it's aliens, but they don't give you their reason, their purpose. Well, what well, they, is their whole point? Even, and why did they all die? Don't even freaking get that at all. Well, they said something along the lines of when they're talking to like the alien. They said, like, who says they they need a reason or so, something along those lines? Like, there isn't some evil plan. It's just they're kind of doing what they do, basically. It's, it's how I read it. The aliens. Well, at first, they, they're kind of vaguely describing it is like, I, I, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is like an invasive plant maybe lands and then just grows and develops. It's not thinking about what what is there before it just simply is but the confusing part to me was after she destroys the the, the shimmer mm-hmm. he snaps out of it before he was on death's door he snaps out of it mr right. full alien and yep. seems to be cool so it seems like maybe that is part of the plan that they had to at least get two adam and eve out of there Oh, that's and interesting. I didn't even think about that. That's my thought. And then once once you have your reproducing pair, then the rest doesn't need to exist anymore. Right. That it's seemed very... to be the trigger to snap him out of, of, of dying was not only he left, but now he has a mate. Boom. What, basically, every movie we see needs to have a James Bond villain who appears three quarters of the movie and tells James Bond his entire evil plan. Oh, That's what Mr. I Bond, need. I expect you to die. But before That's you what I do, need. let me tell you everything. <laughs> That's what I need. Otherwise, yeah. don't make me use my imagination and fill in the blanks, <laughs> for goodness sake. So, yeah, okay. So, it looked like a comet or an asteroid hits the Earth at the beginning of the movie. And immediately, this kind of glowing, rainbowy bubble appears, basically, right? Oh, I missed that part. And and slowly, I, I know the lighthouse seems to be the beacon. That's where it hit. Okay, that's where it hits at the opening credit scene. Where? Because um, I didn't see a freaking hole. It went inside, rolled through the door of the lighthouse into that that bee hole hole in the ground. Is that where? It, <laughs> clearly, I mean something along those lines. I mean, then you didn't see that the lighthouse is intact. So why is the center of the lighthouse the the I, the that? 
That's a good question. Where's the impact crater? I mean... And we don't know, like, later in the movie, you discover it's been, like, three years. This has been going on. Like, there... Without that discussion, we have no idea. Because it goes from that smash cut to Natalie Portman's teaching a class. And her husband's been missing for a year. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's the government the can keep no secrets. But they kept a secret that, that they're evacuating all these towns in, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, South Carolina or something. Someplace. And, and, and it's not making any news? Come on. Someplace that has both alligators and grizzly bears. I don't know where that is. I'm I not, think of uh, those, those, those beachy lighthouses as like the Carolinas or something. But I'm uh-huh. just pulling that out of my butt. So evidently they've been sending military teams over the last three years. And I kept thinking to myself, why send an entire team in? And then like a month later, be like, oh, I guess they're not coming out. Let's send another team in. You think you'd be like, let's send in maybe a small group walk in for five minutes and walk back out. Let's That's see how that works. That's my whole thing. I cross the <laughs> threshold. I take a quick look. I step back and right. say, okay, so this, and then I go a little further, you yes. know, but. That's what you do. Of Tie course. a rope around their waist. Have them walk five feet in and then yank them back out. Oh yeah, poltergeist it. Yes. That, <laughs> why, not, why not do that? Because that's All the thing. You're welcome, children. Children. Because <laughs> evidently they've sent just like a hundred different military teams in there who've never come out. And I mean, it's like they're banging their head against the wall. It's like, we'll just do the exact same thing over and over as this bubble, the shimmer, the shimmer gets larger and larger. Um, so now they're descending to send like an all women team made up of just scientists. Well, That's except a- the one scientist is ex-military. So they, they just, thank goodness. The men just keep killing each other. Cause right. they're, they're just war creatures. So let's send in lady scientists. Well, that's the thing. They're like, there's two theories about what goes on in the shimmer. Either people go in and something inside kills them or people go in, they go nuts and kill each other. But they we don't, don't know, know which it is. Because her husband's the only one to come out. He came out and is having massive organ failure and can't really tell her anything. Right. Or anybody. It's like, I can't. I don't know. He maybe. shows up How'd at the here? house and he's claiming the last thing he remembers was being in front of the bedroom door. Right. He doesn't, doesn't remember how he got out there. I thought it, this was going to be a ghost story. What I saw, because like I said, I knew nothing right. about that. So I thought this was a ghost story because clearly this dude's a ghost. Right. We, at that point, we figured he's been missing for a year at this point. Um, good grief. So they, they send in, who are they? They send in a chemist. Natalie, po- Natalie Portman's a biologist, but she's also was in the military in some right. capacity. Uh, they send in a geomorphologist. I had to look that one up. It's somebody who, disc- who uh, studies like landforms and how they change. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. <clears throat> then this is where it goes off the rails. They said a psychologist. Not sure what she brings to the table. And then a paramedic. Okay. That's helpful, I guess. A paramedic. She said that she like lost her. She wanted to like be working on ambulances, but then didn't get the job or something along those lines. So that makes no like, well, sense. Okay. And Good they times. all are deeply flawed. They all that, yes. have all kinds of huge uh life problems personality yes. problems not one of them is even remotely what you'd consider normal 
stable stable <laughs> yeah a bunch of unstable people uh, exactly yeah one's a, a one's a former drug addict one her daughter was was killed or died no friends or family of any kind one is suicidal uh and i'm trying to remember who and then there's natalie portman who's got her crazy issue with her with her husband who so she cheated on that who was she thing. cheated on and before yes. he left i thought at first i thought this was after he'd been gone for so long but then they started making these cuts and it seems like she was doing it while he was still there right basically he's like a member of delta force or seal team six or something who goes Zero off dark 40 these- Dero's one of went the from one of the dark forties, and yes. uh, went right over to the shimmer. That's correct. And so the idea that her she has a lot of guilt because she thinks she kind of drove him away because he discovered she was having the affair with a colleague at school. Lines, I'm not sure. Well, it's hard and, to and, understand. And I gotta say that was so bizarre. Because all of the scenes uh, of them together with the little Crosby, Stills, and Nash, it's all gives you this warm, loving right. kind of cocoon. The two of them, intellectuals, yeah. like like it, it was like a peaful, happy space. Treat so then, your so children then, well. Oh my god! I, I was like, I haven't heard Crosby, Stills, and Nash in so long. That's uh, right. And then you find out she's cheating on him. So you don't know what that is even about. I think they suggest that sometimes humans have a self-destructive quality. So even oh. when things are good, they have an inherent need to destroy it. Well, Something along those lines. It, it's, it's that like in the, the Matrix when they said when they first started plugging people into the Matrix, they made their lives all happy and they all just died because right. the mind couldn't grasp that this was reality. They, couldn't, they wouldn't believe it if it was too good. That's right. Basically. Because you're always waiting for the other shoe to fall. So better you f*** around first than, than you're waiting there and find out that he's doing it. Right. I mean, I guess. I mean, we're, it's all inference and supposition. We have no idea. So I um, think the deal is all these people, these girls that went in there, yes. it's because no one was going to miss them if they disappeared. I'm sure they, I think they started getting in trouble because people in the military are married and people are like, where the, where the hell are you? So now they've assembled a group where it really didn't matter if they came back. No one's going to be calling and making trouble. I think there's that, but I think it's also who else is volunteering for this mission. You know what I mean? It's like oh, they've already they said. How do they select these people? And what is a raffle? If you're dealing, yeah. If you if you're dealing, how do they find these people? Doesn't say. Right. And you know, like I said, you still would would use military. I don't know. Well, don't she know. Natalie Portman was originally not a member of the team. She basically oh, yeah. showed up the day before and said, "I'm coming too because of my husband." Right. I mean, and again, she's the biologist who's doing biological experiments while she's in the shimmer. Who's going to do those experiments? Nobody, I guess. And, and she's the only with any military experience. The only one who knows how to handle their gun. They right. give all guns and packs. Uh, it, the psychiatrist is the one who'd been sending everyone, uh, been choosing the people previously. So yes. I think she has uh, that guilt. So she was there for the end. They were all coming there to die. Basically, basically, I, I think that I think that's part of the, the story. So they go in the shimmer, and then of course, immediately it's four days later. They think they don't even know. They wake up, they notice half their food's missing, and they're trying to calculate how long they've been gone. 
That right. would be the point that you turn around and walk out and give the That's first report. Right. That's exactly what I was. But they don't Hello. know where they are. They don't know where they are. It is the issue. They wake up in the middle of the jungle, in their uh, in their little tents, and their compasses don't work. None of their communication devices work. Um, so they're basically they have no idea. They can look at the sun, I guess, and kind of reconnoiter, uh, orienteer that way, uh, but. Otherwise, they have no idea. Right. But they aren't that concerned about it. I'd have been like, we need to get the hell out of here right now, for goodness so th- sake. They're going to use only the sun, which is being refracted, as we learn yes. later. Uh, they're in like some kind of surrounded by a prism. So yeah. they're using the sun for direction when the sun wouldn't be accurate, yet somehow it works. Well, it's like they are in a prism. Essentially, right. the, the shimmer is basically an extraterrestrial prism is what we discover. So everything is being refracted. They beat you over the head with the word refraction. Refracted. Which is, which is why all the plants are all crazy. Um, all the animals are jacked. Uh, and the longer you stay in there, I guess your brain and your insides get all jacked. Right. You so, start, good times. It alters your genes, but apparently with the flowers, it looks like you've just been to Hobby Lobby, Satan's uh, Michaels. Uh, because, <laughs> Satan's Michaels. Because basically, that, that's what I was like, is this some Avatar shit? Because look how crappy, stupid sequencing. It's like a, D, a, a DNA sequence. Spirals. Ra- spirals, rando yep. plants, and... Uh, some of these monsters, I, I don't understand if these were like they mutated real things or the re- or these just grew. Because it seems like also, one, it mutates you just yeah. like, like if you're hanging in Chernobyl. Right. Or it, it's also like growing things from scratch. And... It's it's a body snatcher kind of a situation where yep. it's duplicating whatever it's around, but only humans because I don't see duplicating other things. Well, what did they say? They 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 see the albino alligator, which is gigantic. It evidently has like rows of teeth, like a shark. Right, a shark. Yeah. So I don't know. They were like, well, could they crossbreed them? They're like, well, you can't crossbreed different species. So well, you can if your new DNA is the combining factor. Apparently, the alien DNA do what it please. Basically, that's what it's coming down to. So there, there really aren't a lot of scenes where it's like, oh my god, there's a crazy creature on the loose. But when there are crazy creatures, I think they're pretty effective. What are your thoughts? Well, well, like, what is, I mean, the alligator's an alligator. It has magical powers and different rows of teeth, but what the hell was that bear? It was I a, mean, I, right. It was a crazy mutant bear who pops up and it attacks and kills one of their team, um, drags her off, and then afterwards for the rest of the movie is able to mimic her voice. Oh, yeah, that which was, was very, very upsetting. Very disturbing. <laughs> Where every time, instead of like, ah, it'd be like her voice. Help! Help me! Yeah, Yeah, it's like an imprint, her her last, her death imprinted upon it. So then I started thinking, okay, so does that only apply to the bear? Because I'm sure that gator munched on a few people, so there's zero people there. 
So where is Who knows, that, man? Who this is? This is an excellent question. We will never know the answer to. When I saw the crazy bear, it reminded me of this '70s eco horror movie called The Prophecy. The Prophecy. Giant... I might put that on our list. It was about well, there was the Prophecy from the '90s with Julian Sands. I'm not no. talking about that one. Julian or, Sands. Or that was, was he used Julian to be Sands? so. Julian Sands was it? He used to be Foxy. Uh, it was either Julian Sands or. Uh, um, Oh, crap. Another thin-haired European. <laughs> I'm going to be kicking myself. Uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, well, Julia Sands and Christopher Walken could be brothers. What they the go hand in hand. Exactly. They share, speaking what of sharing the same DNA, <laughs> that, yes, they're basically the same. But yeah, in that movie, in the, the horrors of polluting your environment, you had a giant mutant bear who was chasing people around. Yeah, it had like <clears> a, so a skull... It looked like one of those tapir. What are they called? Tapirs? Like they look like a little bear, but it has a little trunk. So a taper. Taper. It looked like yeah. a giant taper, but with a skull face and, and without the cute little weird elephant trunk. It wasn't doing so hot. Let's be honest. Half its face was like exposed bone, so it's hard to know what the story is with a crazy mutant bear. Um, yeah, there wasn't very clear what exactly was going inside the shimmer. The sh- well, there was that crazy scene. Let me jump around. Um, where they find the videotape. Whenever they find the videotapes, you know you're in trouble. You're going to see some inappropriate stuff. There's don't be bad. Bad. Where it's her husband is cutting open this guy's stomach, and you see the insides all moving around. Like a snake or a lamprey or something swarming around inside of his stomach. Yeah. That was rough. Good grief. But you couldn't really tell. It didn't see you didn't see a head. You didn't no. see a tail. So is is it just that the whole body is readjusting to become whatever it's going to become? It's As refracting. it turns out, all it does is explode into beams of of vomity light. So I I don't know what's happening there. Well, you it's saw not, that dude it's not later. Consistent. Right. You saw that dude later in the pool, like basically becoming like moss or lichen stuck in the wall. Like that was that dude. Exactly. That so how did Good that Lord. happen? Who? How what? did how did the body get over there with mildew and? Oh, <laughs> he God. became I just, mildew. I, I, I just read this uh, book for a book called, called Mexican Gothic. And in the end, it's all about uh, intelligent mushrooms uh, that control, keep, that control the, the, the people that feed them. But that's what it was at the end. They were like one like desiccated lady uh, who became the brain center for for the lichen, mushroom, fungi, the fungal, thing. the fungals. Yeah, I, I mean, what is that? Was that supposed to be some nod to like alien? Because that's what it looked like, you know. Who knows? Who knows? The not, not explained. Go, not no. explained. Did Nothing somebody will be pin explained. them up there before he left? I mean, no, because then we find out that her husband made it to the lighthouse. Right. They're trying to get to the lighthouse to, to find out what the story is, see if they can deal with it. And they find another. But there were like bones all outside of the lighthouse. Yeah, I mean, it looked like, uh, you know, uh, Treasure Island with a warning that my, my treasure is here. Right. And uh, Long John Silver is going to shiver your timbers if you cross the line. <laughs> a vasty <laughs> landlubber. Uh, 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 uh. 
15 men on a dead man's chest. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Who are those people? It's not, I mean, again, they sent hundreds of teams in in the last three years. So it, who the heck knows? They, they made it to various stages where the last person decorated uh, a, a special area, like a vision board with whatever's left of them. That is correct. It's the secret. <laughs> it's the secret. <laughs> um, so the grand reveal is because they, they find another videotape and it reveals that Oscar Isaac, her husband, actually like burned himself up. And somehow a doppelganger is actually the one who escaped from the shimmer who she was talking to. And it wasn't what? like the doppelganger made him kill himself. No, he did it on its own. He said he, even uh, the real Oscar Isaac tells his doppelganger, go find Lena, which is Natalie Portman. He says, OK, I will. OK, because and why? What? We don't know. We don't know the answers well, to these questions. I mean, being in the prism rot your brain that that's basically what it is it's like a lot of people going crazy it's like that is part of it too yeah but there's the one buddhist chick who just wants to be there she found peace there she wants to be absorbed into it but then and she is how come some people get a doppelganger or do you have to go into the lighthouse b-hole to get a doppelganger? I, because I think that, you do. Because but... single white female, she just bursts into vomity light. Where's her doppelganger? Yeah. Fast times Richmond High gets no doppelganger. It's very sad. She goes in there, turns into a floating electronic eyeball, and then disappears. I was yeah. like, sweetie, don't get your face so close to that damn thing. What you doing? It's it's <laughs> it's hypnotizing you like like Sheer Khan or something. I'm like, that's exactly that's exactly so now there's the doppelganger for Natalie Portman, but allegedly, at least what I could see, Natalie Portman gets the drop on her and hands her uh her doppelganger a crazy uh phosphorus grenade and burns her down. Which made but, no sense. How did right. that happen? And so she catches fire, the doppelganger, and proceeds to touch everything in the lighthouse one after another to burn it down. So she's helping Natalie Portman, I guess. How did right? Natalie Portman, if this thing mirrors everything you do, how did she get the jump? Because literally that grenade goes off whammo. She was literally an inch away and then a blink of an eye, she's out the door. Explain. because. Well, she t- Natalie Portman tries to run away earlier in that scene and the doppelganger gets her and doesn't let her escape. So I don't know. I, there is no explanation. There is All no right. explanation. Doesn't but make any sense. It, that started looking a little avatar there. I was like, hmm. hmm. Well, and, and then that d- d- destroys the shimmer and Natalie Portman gets away. But then she, when she's reunited with uh, her husband, she asks her husband, you're not really him, are you? And he says, I don't think so. And she's, and so she gasped and she said, and he says, well, are you really you? And it's just kind of left out there. But when they embrace, his her, eyes kind of change. And then and cuts her, to her, eye, her, and her eyes, eyes kind of change. So way to uh, bust. So uh, <laughs> now you're not going anywhere because all those scientists just heard, heard you say that. That's true. It's done. You so, got good luck. Ex-military, man, you, you got to learn to keep a better secret because That's you already know. But by then, right. her brain's pickled anyway. So It is totally pickled. It's a sad situation. Um, any other scenes you want to talk about? 
It was weird. I mean, but you can do anything with F and CGI. So that's what makes it less impressive. The, right. the way her doppelganger mirrored everything. Right. And, it was like a dance. It was like a dance. And it, instead of reacting emotionally, she could have thought this out. I mean, quite frankly, they could have walked hand in hand down the beach. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't actually attacking her. No. It was doing whatever she did. Right. Yeah. It is a total body snatcher kind of thing. Yeah. It, it was very, very strange because in the end, I mean, when, when the husband had the body snatcher, they seemed to be all cool. It was like, yeah. hey, like whatever. He found some kind of weird piece with it, with his uh, total insanity. I don't know. Well, that's why. And why did he kill himself? We don't know. We don't know. Earlier in the movie, when he's cutting open the guy's stomach and like touching the guy's weird insides, he didn't seem that bothered by it. Yeah. He was like, oh my God, what is it? He was like touching it and like, look at this. So he was already addled, I would say. I would say but so. But who's to say? And, and how, would they, how did they know what was going to be in there? I wonder if they, I mean, cut somebody else open. So was he who decorated the, the wall at the old military base with his friends? And uh... You're right. What happened if they cut him open? Whoops, my mistake. Everything looks okay to me. I mean, it's, I don't know. Let me get the stapler. Let me put that all back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks that, for that. And that guy. dude was calm as shit. Let me just tell you, uh, I get a pap smear and I'm kicking and screaming. This dude got his stomach freaking cut open with a guy just tapping his face going, shh. I never <laughs> want to hear about you and your pap smear again. But thank you for Good Lord. <laughs> Women I need are some tough, bleach. Man. That's Good Lord. Women are tough. Oh, you don't even know, man. I, mean, I guess you I'd rather know. not know. Let's you're, just leave you're, me out of it. You're in a house full of nothing but women. I will not be in the uh, the doctor's office when <laughs> these things are going down. <laughs> leave me out of it. Any other scenes you want to talk about before we move on? I, I will tell you. It was very engrossing because you're it's just puzzling, puzzling, puzzling. The right. whole time you're watching this, it's like, well, what's this? What's going on? What's happening? Oh shit, that looks like Avatar. Now it's making me angry. What the hell? I was like, uh oh. But I mean, it did keep me entertained. But I will tell you at the end of the movie, I was like, huh. And then I was mesmerized by the idea that I actually had no strong emotions about this movie one way or another. This is true. Um, when it was over, I was not exactly like, oh, damn, let me, let me spread the word. I thought it was pretty good. But I was, uh, this is not like, it oh, was this like, is the I best movie. It was very ambivalent. I yeah, was like. I kind of was too. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love didn't it either. I thought it looked great, but. I don't know. I, I guess I like to have a resolution. I have no imagination of my own. I want to know what it all means. They and if you so don't tell many... me, I get angry. Right. And if it doesn't make sense, I get angry. And they had so many interesting visuals inside the shimmer and none of it's explained because there's just all so many strange things going on that there's no real rhyme or reason about what's happening now why is the bear have the weird face and capture the voice why is the alligator uh, giant 
Why yeah. why are the flowers sequencing? Why is the only thing that happens to the to the alligator it has multiple rows of teeth? Why I are there why like, are there vying right. people with the same DNA as everyone else? Right. Are they gonna be people? Or were know. there people and these are like the shadows like in Hiroshima? Who knows? We will never know the answer to these we questions. We will never know the answer to these questions. It's basically it's it's heavy reliance on like mood is what they were going for. They, you know what I mean? I would say so because, like I said, the, the mood is especially like the parts where they were together. The Crosby Stills. I told you I had this total sense of well being. It was comfortable, happiness. So as far as setting a mood, they they were very successful with that story. Right. But setting the mood, I would 100% agree. The visuals are very interesting. The acting was good, but you're yeah. right. It's just the story, there wasn't, we don't know what's going on. So I, I, mean, I mean, I know the world doesn't make sense, but there right. should be, even QAnon, it started with a blade <laughs> of grass of truth. You know what I mean? And then you add piles of bullshit on top of it. Where's we, where's the, the rice grain here of, of, of make sense? Where is that? We don't need to reference QAnon or 4chan anymore. <laughs> that's all the same to you. Uh, are you ready for behind the scenes? I, I am ready. I purposely did not look, look it up because I wanted you to surprise me. Go. Uh, loosely, loosely based upon a book called Annihilation. It's part of the Southern Reach trilogy. But the director fully admits he read the book a while ago and then didn't go back. It was more, he compares it to like a dream of what he thinks the book was about. So in the book, there's no shimmer. Okay. Well, in, in my review, it's going to be a review about what I wanted to have had happen based on no reality whatsoever. I don't even know what that means. We call that a reimagining, I guess. Basically. Well, it's no, it's no. like Suspiria. It's a reimagining of, of something that I saw and forgot. Well, it's, <laughs> it's something like in the book, there's an area called Area X where strange things happen. Right. kind of thing and that's what it's about the main characters in the book are not given names so he basically made up brought the names from other things that he'd read um but what's interesting is that there are clear um things that he also consciously or subconsciously brought from other works of art there was a a russian novel called roadside picnic about aliens coming down and kind of leaving stuff behind and people kind of going in and discovering the artifacts, but the artifacts kind of affect them. Okay. Uh, and that, and that became a Russian movie you know, in 1979 called Stalker. Um, so those, there were definitely some references from that. There's also, famously, an H.P. Lovecraft uh, novel called uh, Color Out of Space, where it's the same kind of thing, where it's like a weird color from space kind of mutates like a farm area causing mutations and like uh, the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill kind of like that kind of like that where there's not a lot of explanation because in H.P. Lovecraft aliens are so alien you can't even begin to describe them basically that's what they're going for it's the same kind of things we talked about in like 2001 where it's like we can't even show you 
because your mind cannot conceive of what these aliens are like. And that's kind of like this. You actually don't know right. who the aliens are, what they are, what what is controlling this, what's the point, what's the purpose, nothing. You know nothing. We know nothing. Um, Oscar Isaac filmed this movie at the same time he was filming Star Wars The Last Jedi. And because they were filmed on adjacent lots. So he'd film one thing over here and then run over and film something over there. Good so. heavens. Um, Alex Garland, who directed this movie, prior to this, his big claim to fame is Machina. Oh, a I think really I good saw movie. that one. Right. Remind it's about. Me, which one is that? Oh, it's no. A... Maybe I'm thinking of Splice. Not, not not that good. <laughs> Ex Machina is about like kind of a robot that has uh, artificial intelligence and a guy's brought in to kind of if she's actually emoting and feeling things or if it's just part of the programming. Right. So that was and it has kind of a twist at the end, which I which was really kind of surprising and shocking. Okay. Don't tell so me then. I will not tell you. Um the original uh like when they were doing it the previews for test screen audiences it had negative reactions so much so that the produ- the executive from Paramount wanted them to change a bunch of stuff but they refused they said okay. nope we're sticking to it so much so that Paramount basically said we're going to handle the US and China release but you can ha- take the rest of the release for the rest of the world away because we're, we're, we just don't feel confident with this movie um, and Netflix had to pick it up so there you go good times had by all interesting uh, there you go. I think that's about it. Isn't so, so your research doesn't have the secret meaning of all this because it just all came out of the director's vague memory of a book yes. he read in college. I don't oh, think he would think well, the book's well, that old. Why don't you see, I'm going to make a movie about crazy capture in the war eye based on what I remember from reading it in uh, ninth grade. That's it's basically fascinating. What uh well it's because you know it's more of like it's inspired by the book rather than a direct adaptation because it's absolutely not a direct adaptation all right all right Uh, um let's talk about the cast are you ready lay it on me clearly not jennifer gardner uh jennifer garner not gardner (laughs) first of all Natalie Portman played <laughs> Lena, the main character, the biologist with the military background whose husband's gone missing. I'm not going to tell you anything else about her. You remember her. Oh, uh, yeah. She, she growed up good. She did. Absolutely. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, you remember her. Oh, we, hell yeah. We made vague references to her uh, single white female in West, uh, Fast Times of Westmont High Days. Westmont? Plays- is, that, is that the rival school of Ridgemont? Or what? <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont. You're absolutely right. Um, she played Dr. Ventress, who's the leader of the team and the psychologist. Tessa Thompson, who you know was in like Creed. She was in Thor, uh, Ragnarok. She I played did Josie. See Ragnarok. She was the Valkyrie woman. Yeah. Um, she played uh, Josie Raddick, who was the uh, chemist, if I'm not messing these up. Josie, uh, is that name coming back? I, I don't remember that since Josie and the Pussycats. Is, is that making a return? It might be. I don't All know. Right. Have another baby. Name it Josie. Oscar Isaac, you know him. He played Kane, the missing husband. Uh, he was in all the Star Trek movies. What's happening? Are you <clears throat> having a change of life? What's I'm taking a deep there? breath of all the poison air that's rattling around You're outside. You're telling me, man. I'm on freaking fire. 
Um, let's see. Anya played the paramedic, uh, Anya Thornson. Her name was Gina Rodriguez. You know her from Jane the Virgin on the CW network. That's why she looked familiar. Not that I ever saw it, but I saw ads for it. You saw ads for it. So there you go. That's basically it. There were other people, but whatevs. Whatevs. What what is, let me tell you the uh, rating. On Rotten Tomatoes, it currently has an 88% fresh, certified fresh. So what is your bizarro rating for Annihilation? I mean, I can't slam it because it was engrossing. I mean, literally, I didn't take time to, to I never got off the couch. I just laid there, put my book <laughs> well, down and, and stayed and just watched it. It so, didn't drive you from the room is what you're saying? It didn't drive me from the room. I didn't okay. start checking uh, my Instagram. Uh, okay. A lot of times we watch these movies and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what trying happened? to get through it. What? Right. There was an asteroid? Huh? Yep. So I'm going to give it. Let me see here. I'm going to give it four lighthouse b-holes out of five. <laughs> oh, lovely. I'm going to give it uh, three intestine worms out of four. I thought it was, it was all right. It was all right. You're never going like to watch it again. It's not something I'm dying to see again. I didn't hate it by any stretch of the imagination, but when it was over, I was decidedly ambivalent. I think and clearly, I we it. didn't have a lot to goof on. I mean, no, we didn't there, at all. There was a lot of like maybe confusing things because there's no rhyme or reason to what's happening in the prism. But and largely by shimmer. design, largely by so it's hard to. You're right. There, there's aren't a whole lot of scenes where you're like, this is so bizarre that I have to make a joke about it. Right. You know what I mean? So that kind of kills it oftentimes. It did, so. it, it did keep you kind of on the edge of your seat. Like oh, when absolutely. She, when she was in the lighthouse, she was looking at that beehole and there was a burned out person. I'm like, Stop calling it the beehole, first of all. <laughs> For God's sakes. That's what it looks like. It's the bowels of the earth. And what is the entrance to the bowels? Anyway, I the, it looked the like there was thing. a, a freaking dragon going to come out because there's an emulator or emulated dude just like a shadow cooked. That is true. The first, well, my first the dude, thought, I would have gone up into the light. Not, I'd be like, I'm not going in there. I would not have gone in the, in the hole. That's for damn show. No. Um, but I, I really liked the scene with the, the bear where they're all tied to the chairs. Oh, That yeah. was a really good scene. Um, but you're right. At the end, I was just kind of like, eh. Okay. The, the bear was creepy with the creepy. with the sound of her voice. And it yes. just gets right next to you. It's like kind of like a bear. Like if you play dead, have no reaction, it'll kind of like sniff you and move on. But yep. how are you gonna do that when it's skeletor snaggletooth with your, your friend screaming death voice coming out of its uh, of its uh, nasty mouth? Oh horror show. And then so, the chick who is about ready to kill them all comes in and saves the day. So once again, no rhyme, no reason. Right. Good time. Jane the Virgin saved the day before yeah. getting her jaw torn off. So you have to look oh, forward to that, that scene. messed up. So there you have it. Thank you for coming. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at T podcast Die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at gmail we are on apple podcast spotify google podcast etc 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 like share subscribe rate spread the word 
Aaron, you were on social media. What's the word? Well, before I, I share that, Annihilation is a rock and roll name. Is there not some kind of Swedish or Norwegian death metal band called Annihilation? Because if there is not, I think I'm going to start one. I believe there's a Cure song called Annihilation. That's yeah, not, that to look forward to. That, that, do you think it's based on this movie or it the is, novel? It's based on this movie and the novel, even though it came out. In the 80s. <laughs> I am the cult of Aaron on Twitter. Join the cult. Quite frankly, I'm the cult of Aaron on uh, Instagram too. Cult it up. Cult. Join the cult. I am your leader. So thank you very much and be well. Anyone but Trump, mofo. Boom.